0: On this week's episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, we talk about self talk and why your best friend has to be what lives between your ears. Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast, competitors. It's a new week. We are running hard toward the finish line of 2019, and I'm excited you are here today. If you're new to the show, my name is Jake Thompson. I'm the founder here at Compete Every Day and your host on the show. And today's episode is a special one. It is a solo episode as we get into the nuts and bolts of self-talk. Why self-talk is so incredibly important and how we can build it in our day-to-day life to have us have the unbreakable mindset, that positive attitude, that inner cheerleader instead of the inner critic that most of us seem to carry around inside our minds. If you want to get in touch with the show, be sure to email me directly. That's right, it comes to my inbox at podcast at Shoot me a note, let me know your thoughts on the show. If you have a guest idea, or if you just want to say hi, drop me a note to podcast at And as always, to learn more about the brand, get connected with the community, and find out ways you can win your work, your workouts, and your life. Visit CompeteEveryday.com. Now, let's get into the show talking self-talk, what is it, why is it important, and most importantly, how do we build it? Laird Hamilton, famous surfer, once said, Make sure your worst enemy doesn't live between your own two ears. How many times do we have a problem remembering that, though? I think today we have a talking problem in society. Well, maybe not a talking problem, but a self-talking problem. We tend to talk much worse to ourselves than we actually do our own worst enemies, the people we don't even like. Instead of building ourselves up like a best friend would, like a great cheerleader, we tend to remind ourselves of past mistakes. We call out our fears. We call out our shortcomings. We point at the areas we messed up. We treat ourselves as bad as those trolls online treat, well, anyone. We struggle with the crucial skill of positive self-talk. But it's not because we were born without some special talent to be positive. That's just simply an excuse. Instead, it's because we haven't grown it. Just like building our physical muscles in the gym requires repetition and many times discomfort of getting under a heavy weight, We can only build our positive mental skill of self-talk one, many times uncomfortable, repetition at a time. There's a great video on the internet of NFL stud defensive lineman Aaron Donald. He's one of the best, if not the best defensive player in the league right now. And if you watch this video, it's him pacing back and forth before a snap, talking to himself, hyping himself up, reminding himself of the work that he's done for that moment. He's continually asking himself and reinforcing the positive things that he's done to prepare for this. He's ready for this moment. He's ready to play, but he didn't just show up there on the field and suddenly start talking to himself. He's reinforcing the confidence because he's already done the prep work. He's spent time intentionally building his self-talk. So when he steps onto the field on game day, he's able to silence the negative thoughts, silence the doubts and the fears, those Voices that honestly, so many of us give into, we listen to, and then it either turns us away from stepping into something more, of, of rising to the occasion, or, or leaves us much lower and much less than we could be. Positive self talk isn't just for athletes. It's the thing, you hear about it in a ton of uh, conversations today in sports psychology of what athletes are doing to build their self talk, but it's actually a crucial tool in your mental playbook to reinforce your confidence to battle those doubts and fears you have inside and more importantly, to help you focus on the moment at hand, to be present where your feet are. That self-talk, those positive words you tell yourself can shift your confidence. It can help you or hinder you in the pursuit of the things that you want. And honestly, if done right, it can enhance your overall outlook on life. Although some people may seem to just be naturally more positive positive. They seem to have a more positive spirit. They're able to talk to themselves in a healthier manner. Just because they seem to have that as a natural ability doesn't mean it's something you're just born with. It's actually a skill that you build and develop over time. And so today's show, I just want to talk to you about five things that you can do to start building your positive self-talk. This is an email, a question I get all the time through social media. One of the things people are wanting more of, they wanna know how they can build their self-talk, how they can silence those doubts. And so today, you're gonna to have five things that you can start implementing immediately to build your positive self-talk. The first thing that you wanna do is find a mantra and start with it. What's that go-to phrase when you face a difficult situation, when you become uncomfortable? As you can imagine, Mine is just keep competing. It's what I tell myself over and over and over again during difficult situations. Like during those tough workouts, those suck fast 20, 30 minute workouts where my brain keeps telling me to quit early, to stop, to slow down. I just keep repeating, keep competing, keep competing. That moment years ago when I realized I was up to my ears in debt that I'd accumulated just trying to grow a business. The the expenses I hadn't prepared for and and started to look at where I was at, what position I was in and how stressed I was, how how my first thought was just to quit and run. I just kept telling myself, keep competing, keep competing, keep competing. And that feeling that that I've had that maybe you can relate to as well, where honestly, it just feels like the entire world has caved in on you. You just want to quit. You want to cry. You want to give up. You want to run away. You just want to check out. When I've had that feeling, I just tell myself to keep competing. My mantra is what reminds me of what matters. To not give up. To keep pushing through. And that the best way out is always forward. When I wake up each and every morning, I remind myself of what today's goal is. I look at myself in the mirror. I smile or maybe I have to force that smile. And I tell myself that today I keep competing. It sets the positive tone for the day that can bleed throughout everything I do. That comes back every time I feel resistance. Every time I feel fear. Every time I hear that imposter syndrome or that inner voice try to talk me out of something. I tell myself to keep competing. So the first thing you have to do is create your mantra. Start with it. Start strong with it. The second thing you have to do is start cutting out that negative vocabulary. Listen, we all have excuses. It's time for us, though, to kill it off. Before the end of this year, we've got to stop using those negative phrases that we just continually retreat to. I can't. I'm stupid. Hate this. I'm an idiot. I should be there by now. Why am I not as good as those people? The list goes on and on and on. We all have negative phrases we can easily use as our excuses for our lack of growth, our lack of effort, our lack of perceived results, why we're not here, why we're not there. But a crucial step in developing your positive self-talk dialogue is to cut out all the negative phrases that keep you in that negative inner mental loop. Instead of being frustrated by what isn't working to your liking right now, I'm an idiot. I should be there. Why am I not getting this? Why do I not get that? Why can I not be like them? How about you start viewing it as a process that you haven't fully mastered yet, but one that you're much farther along now than when you started. I'm not where I want to be yet, but I made progress by doing this activity and this action and this action so far. I may not be there yet, but I'm on my way. I'm getting after it. I'm putting in the work. I don't know every step. I don't know what it's going to take to get there yet, but I can promise you I'm going to keep competing until I do. Change your perspective by focusing on the growth gained instead of the distance you have left to travel. Start using the word yet instead of dialing up the excuses with those negative phrases, negative vocabulary that we so easily retreat to. So we have a mantra. We're going to cut out our negative vocabulary. Number three is along those same lines. Start replacing I can't with I don't. Replace I can't with I don't. There's power in this small, subtle shift in language. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear documents the importance of this phrase change for your identity reinforcement. He writes, I don't is is experienced as a choice, so it feels empowering. It's an affirmation of your determination, your willpower. I can't isn't isn't a choice. It's a restriction. It's being imposed on you. So thinking I can't actually undermines your sense of power. In other words, the phrase I don't psychologically empowers you as a way to say no, while the phrase I can't psychologically drains you. Be empowered. Choose the things you don't do that align with the type of person you want to be. When we say I can't, we put limitations on ourselves. We have a negative connotation with that, but pulls us downward. But when we use I don't, we're empowering ourselves with the mindset about the type of person we're becoming who doesn't do that. It's freeing. It's motivating. And it's a phrase that pulls us upward into who we're called to be instead of dragging us down. So get rid of I can't and let them know what you don't do. Number four, call out that inner critic. Give your inner evil voice a name. Mine's Jack. I recently started calling Jack out earlier this year. Every time he would try to point out my shortcomings. Turn my perspective to all the areas I've fallen short compared to someone else. Jack's an evil sucker. But I'm betting he's a lot like your inner critic. And he doesn't like being talked back to. So much so that he'll actually shut up when his points are countered. He'll actually stop talking when you start talking back to him. When you start addressing the fact that that inner voice, that inner critic isn't the determining factor in your life. Jack will tell me, Jake, you're not as successful as that person you just saw on social media. You're not as big as that other person out there. You should probably quit. You probably shouldn't put forth the effort today. And I'll just start to smile and respond, sometimes audibly. And I'll let him know, hey, Jack, they're on a different pass and running a different race. I'm doing something different and I'm focused on my lane. It's great for them. It only validates that what I'm trying to do, what I'm focused on achieving can be done. I'm not worried I'm not at their level yet because I will be. But Jake, Jake, you don't have what it takes to be at that level. You don't belong. Someone's going to find you out. You are just an imposter. Hey, Jack, that's actually pretty funny because you know what? I've put in the work. While you were criticizing me, I was practicing and building my skills. I'm not done learning. I'm not done developing. I'm not there yet, but guess what? I'm on my way. Me being at this point, you trying to call me out is simply my opportunity to grow and get better. There's nothing to quote, find out about me. I've done the work. I belong, but I don't think you do. Giving your inner critic a name helps when you talk back to it. Helps build your confidence. Helps call out those fears. Call out those doubts and reinforce a positive inner dialogue. Give that inner critic a name. Call back at it. And number five, I want to challenge you to make a daily gratitude list. Learn to identify the things in your life that you're grateful for. It's a powerful step in building a positive self-talk. Research has continued to show that practicing gratitude actually rewires our brain, provides longer lasting positive thoughts. And just like any muscle, that gratitude muscle is one that's built one choice at a time, one day at a time. It's a process. And every process starts with the first step. So why not charge up your morning by creating, making, investing five minutes to write down three things you're grateful for in that moment. It may be that you slept the entire night without your dog waking you up. The fact that you're healthy and you get to go to the gym and train with people you love, or perhaps it's something as simple as enjoying a great cup of coffee and getting to read a little bit before you start your day. Doesn't have to be this world changing thought, but simple present experiences that you're thankful for. Repeat this process every single day. That's A cumulative list of over a thousand items to be grateful for by the end of the year. That's over a thousand positive thoughts about a thousand things that are happening in your life that you're thankful for. But it all starts with you writing down one, two, and three today. And so for us to build our positive self-talk, to believe we can, to let our best friend be between our ears, we have to have that mantra. We have to cut out that negative vocabulary. We need to replace I can't with I don't. We have to give our inner critic a name and then call him or her out. We have to make a daily gratitude list, commit to it, start being where our feet are, thankful for the things we have. It's not about a natural tendency to be a positive person. It's about intentionally building a positive mindset and positive self-talk. Pro athletes and people with that naturally positive dispositions aren't the only ones who can have positive self-talk. We all need it. We all need that positive inner dialogue in order to thrive in our career, in our relationships, and in our lives. Living with the opposite, living with that negative draining inner critic, it destroys your confidence. It destroys our ability to perform when and where we're needed most by our coworkers, our friends, and our family. Not to mention, living with a constant inner negative voice just adds stress and anxiety to our life, which negatively influences our health. Imagine how much better it would be to have your best friend, your biggest cheerleader, your biggest fan in between your ears, cheering you on, calling you into more, pushing you to be better instead of reminding you of what you're not. Invest time in these five steps. Start building your positive self-talk so that you can start becoming the competitor you were created to be. Thanks again, competitors, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Every Day Podcast, your weekly home to cultivating the winning mindset necessary to excel in your work, your workouts, and your life. To connect with the show, learn more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Every Day Podcast. Visit CompeteEverydayPodcast.com to learn how you can get connected with other everyday competitors. Contact the show and find resources to help compete for your best life.